Hello, it's indomitable, incorrigible Ingrid here. Time for another episode of my bi-weekly podcast, Sustainable Mum. We're already on episode 10 and we've reached 70 downloads on this podcast, which we're really, really thrilled with. So thank you so much for listening. 2021 has been a great year for us. By the time you'll listen to this, it'll already be 2022. Yet again, it has been a noteworthy fortnight and I would really like to share some of my antics with you. So, vamos, vamos. Con. This time, I thought very hard about what I would like to finish the year on. And for various reasons, I came up with the idea of talking about con, cons. Maybe that leads to other words, but let's start with con. I'm a normal person who often believes I don't know very much about certain subjects. And I put my trust in others who should know more and who can help me. This year, I think with my increasing age, I've started to realise that often I can be easily conned to the detriment of my family and our environment. Let me elaborate. Where am I coming from with this? Well, I was lucky enough to be able to see a few of my beloved colleagues um, a couple of weeks ago. We met up outside of work to be happy that we could actually see each other as the lockdown had finished. And we sat around, obviously with baby elephants between all of us, and were able to chat for the first time face to face in a long time. Of course, you range over a vast array of topics when you see people who you've known for years. And we touched upon the topic of built-in obsolescence technical equipment or products which have a built-in life. The manufacturer has decided we don't want this product or service to last very long, so we're going to make sure that it breaks or stops functioning or is useless after a certain amount of time. And one of my colleagues, an IT guru as it happens, who does know his way around the topic, he was complaining after having saved up for a long time to buy a piece of equipment and he saved up to buy this piece of equipment only to discover that it wouldn't support certain software that he had and therefore he had to buy a new piece of equipment to support new software. He was very frustrated by this and because of his knowledge about the industry of course he was letting forth on his opinions and I sat there and I was thinking, how often has this topic confronted me as a lay person over the last years? I have lost count of the times that we've bought a DVD player in good faith from a well-known manufacturer, only to discover that after two years it breaks and you can't fix it because the parts you need are no longer available on the market. Or we've bought a mobile telephone hoping that it will be a companion to us for the next few years. And then we've also discovered that after a very short time, something goes wrong, the battery. And I'm sure that all of you have similar tales to tell 
If you're older like me, you might remember a time when this was not the case, when you used to buy expensive products and they would last you for 20 years, 25 years. They wouldn't break frequently. And if they did break or if something went wrong, you could ask somebody to repair them. I do know that nowadays there is a movement, thank goodness, on the local level to hold repair cafes where you can take equipment and products that have been broken or need a little bit of tender loving care. And people, volunteers from your local area who often have a background in IT or mechanics or something like that, they will attempt to repair your product. And that is something that I am so happy about, that people are taking it upon themselves to try and increase awareness of the fact that we should try and repair. Unfortunately, it doesn't always work. Unfortunately, there are a lot of cases where the products have this obsolescence and you can't bring them back to life. And that makes me sad. That makes me very sad because I have two children and I know enough of what is going on with landfill around the world that I know that all these products that die an untimely early death are going to be deposited somewhere. And that's not good. It's not good to throw our rubbish out, to throw it away and to be inured to the fact that actually this shouldn't happen. So this is my heartfelt little plea to anyone who might care, take some time to try and stop this willy-nilly production of products which really are not worth the money you spend on them because they don't last. It is possible. We in our household have become fervent admirers of upcycling and repairing. We try very hard to think before we buy a new product. Often we can make do without it. Often products that you've had for a long time still function. And there's no need to buy a new one. And I hope very much that over the next few years, this situation will improve drastically because really we as consumers shouldn't be fobbed off with rubbish. And we as consumers have the power to stop buying the rubbish so that the people that produce for us might think twice and might start producing better quality. Built-in obsolescence has to go. And as I mentioned at the beginning, My podcast is called Con because this is a huge con. This whole industry cons us, takes us for fools, and it's not a good thing. Talking about con, I wanted to also mention cons as a method of entertainment. Cons, as in confidence trick, that's something that my family and I have enjoyed over the last 15 years. We watch a lot of con television series or films where there's always a gang, a little bit like Robin Hood. They prey on the evil, nasty people and try and con them and use the money for good purposes. We enjoy the TV series. We enjoy the films. Why has this got anything to do with being sustainable? Well, our favourite TV series, which is a TV series about a gang who cons people, I remember watching it firstly on my own. I purchased the DVDs. And then when I was heavily pregnant with Big Boy, I remember watching it again with Hubby and enjoying it very much. And then recently, when both the children were old enough to understand the topics and appreciate the acting, 
We rewatched the whole series again together and it produced a lot of humor and laughter in our house and just goes to show keeping your DVDs and rewatching them 5 years, 15 years later can be very very worthwhile. That brings me back to the word confidence trick. We enjoy watching these confidence trick TV series and films. We like watching the TV series and the films. Confidence trick. Let's look at the word confidence because what is missing in all our lives in huge bucketfuls at the moment? It's confidence. Our world is taking many unforeseen turns. And if you're anything like me, you'll feel confused and a little bit lost by everything that's been going on over the past year. And that has a lot to do with confidence, confidence in yourself confidence in your society, confidence in people who make decisions. I can't do much about the people that make decisions and I can't make huge steps in society on my own, but I do have a voice and I can use it and I can be more confident with my voice and for myself. And therefore, as this year comes to a close, I will attempt to take my newfound confidence in myself through to 2022. Because one thing I have learned from starting this podcast with Big Boy is that even little old me who has no idea of the new industry that's sprung up 4.0 with all its amazing innovations, I've managed to take a tiny little piece of the pie with this podcast and just nudge open the door to this brave new world and see a little bit of what's going on. And it makes me feel more confident. So I'm going to try and take that confidence with me to next year. I'd also like to try and give sustainable parents out there a tip because one thing which is a huge con are fish fingers. We used to eat fish fingers a lot. Any family with children probably eats fish fingers at some point because they're quick and tasty and the children like them. We discovered after looking a little bit more closely at what we're eating that the amount of fish inside the fish finger was negligible. And the amount of product surrounding the fish finger, i.e. the batter or the breadcrumbs, was actually quite huge. And then we worked out, we're paying a lot of money for this and there's really not very much fish in there. So the idea was born to make our own fish fingers, which turned into make fish covered in something because the fish finger bit was a bit too fiddly, i.e. I didn't have enough patience. So I started buying portions of fish and covering them in my own secret coating. Basically, it's a mixture of flour and seasoning and spices that I want to put in. And I give it a nice color by adding turmeric. And they've turned out to be really tasty, actually. And they've got a heck of a lot more fish in than fish fingers. So that's my tip. Go with your instinct. If you want your kids to eat more fish and you want them to like it, Make your own coating and just make it flavoursome and crispy and they'll be happy. And you'll be doing your wallet a favour and you'll be refusing to give in to the fish finger confidence trick. So I am now going to wrap up for this fortnight. I didn't give you a happy thing at the beginning of the podcast because I'd like to close my podcast with a happy thing. And my happy thing is that I am so overwhelmed with contentment whenever I think of getting through the last year and managing to start a podcast 
with Big Boy, with no prior knowledge and not really any fancy equipment, just a feeling that we could do something together. We could try and tell the story of our everyday life here, attempting to be a little family who wants to do no harm to our planet, rather try and look after it a bit more. And I cannot believe that together we have managed to get anybody listening to this. Thank you very, very much. You have given me huge amounts of confidence. Big Boy as tech manager has come on in leaps and bounds. Thank you, Big Boy, for the time, the effort you've put into learning and discovering for me. I am going to say look after yourselves for the next fortnight. I look forward to talking to you again in 2022. I hope you've taken away something interesting or funny. I wish you all the best for you and your loved ones. Enjoy the peace and quiet that hopefully comes at the end of the year. And I hope that many good things happen to you. I hope that many good things happen to us in the next 14 days. It's all from me for now. Take care and toodle pip. <laughs>